This message from the Parsha is from the Kutesichas Chelek Yud Zayin, Parshas Vayikra, Sicha number two. There are certain themes or ideas that are underlying principles in Jewish life more than they are obligations for a Jewish person. And that's why we find that they are not commanded in the Torah, because as opposed to being something that a person needs to choose to do, it is rather a description of the person that is being spoken to. For example, in the laws of Karbonis, which of course there is a mitzvah for Jewish people to bring Karbon, public Karbonis, private Karbonis, obligatory Karbonis, voluntary Karbonis, a mitzvah to bring a Karbon. But among the laws of Karbonis is the, uh, the obligation to have the right mental and emotional frame of mind when you are bringing the carbon. To understand that it is not the carbon, it is not the, the death of the animal that is creating the atonement as much as it is the attitude of the person who is bringing the carbon who experiences a profound tshuva in the process of bringing the carbon the emotional devotion of the person bringing the carbon is as essential as the carbon itself. And yet the Torah doesn't talk about it almost at all. The Torah does not command that a person should have the right intention, the person should have the right tshuva in mind and reflect that the death of the animal is in place of his own. The Torah doesn't talk about it. Why doesn't the Torah talk about it virtually at all? Because this, this frame of mind, this state of being, this awareness is not so much an obligation as it is a description of the natural state of the Jew. That a Jewish person, because of the essence of the neshama, which is so one, so close to Hashem, and so dear to Hashem, a Jewish person, by his nature, is in the correct frame of mind. If consciously the Jewish person doesn't have those thoughts in mind, then this is a temporary distraction. Because the fact is, a Jew is a Jew, and a Jew is a holy being whose heart and mind is constantly with Hashem. The Torah tells the Yidin the reason why karbonas are available to them, the reason why this kind of closeness to Hashem is available to them is because of who they are. It's not so much to make them something special, but rather it's a result of the something special that they are and the carbon is there to remind them of that. That's why the parsha of Karbanas begins with the words Vayikra El Moshe. Hashem calls Moshe's name, which is famously a term of tremendous endearment, that Hashem calls Moshe by name. 
And of course, every Jewish soul has a spark of Moshe inside it. And so when you say Hashem calls Moshe by name, it means Hashem calls you by name. Hashem calls me by name. The love that Hashem has for each of us places us in a kind of state that we are always we are always with Hashem. And that is the whole theme of the Karbanis. That Hashem wants us closer because of His love for us. The Torah doesn't have to tell us, doesn't have to command the Yid to be in the right frame of mind. The Torah is telling the Yid, you are by nature in the right frame of mind. Focus on it. So instead of being a commandment, it's a description. The reason why the, the karbonis that are commanded in the Torah begin with voluntary karbonis instead of beginning with obligatory karbonis is because Hashem is making a statement and saying the whole mitzvah of karbon is one giant embrace from the Jew to Hashem, and from Hashem to the Jew. That's why when there's an obligatory carbon, for example, when a person sins and has to bring the carbon as tshuva, the tshuva works because of who the Jew is, not because of what the tshuva is going to accomplish. The reason the tshuva accomplishes what it does is because of who the Jew is, even when he's doing a sin. It's all about the the sense of closeness between the Jew and Hashem, which would prompt the Jew to bring a voluntary carbon, that's the evidence that Hashem is pointing to that a Yid is a holy being, that a Yid is a godly being, and that is the underlying essence of the whole story of the Karbanis and the underlying story of Yiddishkeit.